Hi, and welcome to the No More Overwhelm Today podcast. My name is Anna Koss, and I'm a self-development and improvement junkie who loves living life to the fullest and making time for the more important things in life. Do you often feel overwhelmed and stressed by your endless to-do list amount of tasks you have to complete? You wish there were more hours in the day than you currently have? I've been there. I've got you. It's my mission with this podcast to help you get your life back under control with simple yet effective tips, tricks and tools to increase and up-level your productivity and focus. So you ultimately get more done and take daily action which will help you to accomplish the goals and dreams. My goal is for you to live empowered, motivated and inspired. Remember, you've got this. The life you envision is out there. So go and get it. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the No More Overwhelmed Today podcast. Today, I want to share with you my weekly review and goal setting process. And that's something that I do every Sunday. Normally, every Sunday afternoon when I have a bit time to sit and reflect on the week that just passed. And that really helps me to set myself up for a good week ahead because I write down things that I want to achieve the next week, but I also look at the things that I did the past week and I take stock of what happened and I look back at everything that, that I did and that I didn't do. So I start with the weekly review. And the first thing I do is to review the week that just passed and I make a list of the things that I accomplished that went well and that I wanted to do in general. Some things I write down could be I tried out a new recipe, I published a new podcast episode, I got up early three times during the week, went to the gym and so on. These are all examples that have a positive impact or made me feel really good. I start with this list of accomplishments as it's really important to start the weekly review on a positive note. We tend to focus on the negative normally, and then we forget how much we've actually achieved. So reviewing all the things that I have accomplished during that week helps me to put things into perspective, and it lets me see how far I've actually come. So that's really important, and that's non-negotiable for me. And of course, I also look at the flip side. So once I ask myself, what did I accomplish this week? I also ask myself, what didn't I accomplish this week? What didn't go so well? So I list all the things that I haven't done, that I set out to do but didn't do, and perhaps the things I tried out but that didn't really work out for me, that didn't go so well. After this, I ask myself also what worked for me this week. What did I do, including some habits that worked and that I should keep on doing. For example, a habit I started to implement during the pandemic was to have a morning face cleansing routine. I mean, <laughs> I always cleaned my face, um, but I only used facial products sporadically when I was working in an office. Now I work from home, so it's a bit easier, but when I was working in an office, I would get up late. I'm not a morning person. Well, I wasn't back then. It's a bit different now, but back then I wasn't a morning person at all. So I would get up late. Then I didn't have enough time to actually do the proper 
face cleansing routine or sometimes I just couldn't be bothered to be honest. But now I use a face wash followed by some micellar water, facial oil and eye cream and I do that every single morning. It's a non-negotiable now. I had lots of problems with my skin at the beginning of the pandemic, probably because, well, lack of exercise, because we all had to stay in, too much unhealthy food. And I had a lot of breakouts back then and I normally have a bit of a dry skin and that just got a lot worse. I didn't like what I saw when I looked in the mirror and also how this made me feel. Hence, I started this morning face cleansing routine. And when I stuck to using the products every day and really made an effort to make it in time in the morning for my new habit, the results followed actually quite quickly. And I knew that this was going to be a habit that I would keep on doing going forward because first of all, my skin improved, but also my confidence and self-esteem increased and I felt more comfortable in my skin. Reviewing what works is a great way to identify the actions and habits that you took that week that moved you forward so you know which ones you should keep on doing because you know they will move you forward if you keep on doing them. And again, flipping this around, I also check what didn't work for me that week. What did I do that totally backfired? That I should stop doing or perhaps that needs adjusting? For example, I always try to get up 7 a.m. in the morning during the week. So I have two hours before work to myself. I start work at 9 o'clock, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes I'm up before the alarm goes off and I'm super pumped, I'm energetic and I can't get ready to work. But other days the alarm goes off, I force myself out of bed, then I go and sit in front of my computer to work on some of my projects and I just keep on staring at the screen and nothing is happening. There's just nothing going on in my brain. And those are the days when I should listen to my body and actually perhaps go back to sleep or maybe rest in bed a bit longer because clearly that's what I need those days. So forcing myself out of bed when I know better is something I put on my list of things I need to stop doing. Or maybe it's something like you need to stop trying to read a book in the living room while your partner is watching a TV show because that's distracting and you then end up either watching the TV show along with your partner. That's something I sometimes do. <laughs> it's a little trap I fall into. Or you read that same sentence over and over again without actually understanding what it's saying. Once you know what is not working for you, you can then try to make changes. Or you could also just stop doing it. So if we go back to our book reading example, you could, for example, go to the bedroom and read that book instead of staying in the same room with your partner to limit the distraction. That could be one solution. All right, so after I look at the good and the bad, what I should continue and stop doing, I move on to the goal planning part of my week. 
I map out what I want to do the next week, what I want to accomplish, but also how I get there. When I plan for the next week, the first thing I do is actually write down in my calendar all the appointments I have. And that can be doctor's appointments, meeting friends, going to the gym, all of these appointments that I know will take place the next week. So I'm able to actually look at my calendar and see when I have time. So once I've done that and I know what I have planned for the next week that I can't really cancel, I start to set my goals. And for the goals, I never go over five goals. I normally set three to five goals, but sometimes I might just set one or two goals. It depends on the project I'm working on. If it's a really big project, I will not set that many goals. But if it's smaller projects, then I might go up to five goals. But five goals, that's really the maximum. So I write down what I want to work on that week. And then once I know my goals, I can map out how I can achieve those goals. Basically, what steps I would have to take to accomplish them. And if it's something like publish a podcast episode, if that's one of my goals for that week, I know the task I would have to do is come up with a podcast topic, first of all. So I might schedule a brainstorming session. I know I have to write the script. I know I have to obviously record the episode and edit it. And then I still have to do other bits and bobs around it, such as writing the description, publishing the podcast episode on Spotify, letting everyone know that there's a new podcast episode out, etc. So I know all the tasks I have to do to achieve that goal. And then what I will do is I go back to my calendar and look actually when I have time. I know roughly how long it takes me to complete all these tasks now because I have done it a few times now. So then I look at my calendar and I check where I have those pockets of time. And then I will write down when I will do a task. For example, if I know on Tuesday after work I'm meeting a friend, then I know that whole evening is already gone. I'm not going to be able to fit any work into there because that evening is dedicated to spending time with a friend. But perhaps I have time in the morning. So then I will schedule, write the podcast script plus brainstorming session for Tuesday morning and so on. So I do this for all the goals. I map out the task I have to do, the steps I have to do to get to that goal, to achieve it. And then I write down in my calendar when I want to work on those tasks. Recently, I also started to ask myself, how do I want to feel the coming week? And what do I have to do to feel that way? If I'm planning to have a productive week and I want to feel accomplished at the end of the week, and like I've moved forward and made progress, I know I have to implement a few habits that will help me to get to where I want to be. And it will help me to make me feel the way I want to feel. If I'm currently lazy, binge-watching one TV episode after another and avoiding my to-do list, I know I have to make some changes. I would limit my TV time. 
I wouldn't stop watching TV completely because that's just not sustainable and it would never work for me. I'm, I don't believe in all or nothing um, sort of attitude. But I would maybe say I'll just watch one episode and not two, three or possibly four. Or if I want to feel cozy, content, relaxed and creative because it's November now and coming up to Christmas and that's sort of how I feel at the moment and that's also how I want to continue on feeling throughout November and December. I know there are certain habits, tasks and also traditions that I need to do or better get to do. I get the chance to do that will make me feel this way. For instance, next Monday, I'll be getting all my Christmas decorations out. Really looking forward to that as it's the day after Sunday of the Dead. And according to German tradition, the Monday after Sunday of the Dead marks officially the beginning of the Christmas period. And by the way, apparently when you put up your Christmas decorations before that Monday, that's bad luck. So that's why I always wait. <laughs> Anyways, I'm drifting off here, but I'm just really excited about Christmas this year. I get to see my family again, haven't been able to spend Christmas with them for over four years now. So I'm just really excited and it's one of my favorite times of the year actually. So going back to the question, how I want to feel this coming week, asking yourself, this really sets the mood for the coming week, but also lets you explore your inner state right now and how you can get to your desired inner state and feeling. And the other thing I do as well is to write down a few affirmations for the week. And they coincide with the previous question, more or less, how I want to feel. So if I want to feel accomplished and like a boss babe, and I want to get shit done, I might use some affirmations such as, I'm a doer, not a dreamer. Or even something simple like, you can do it. I sometimes Google affirmations when I can't think of anything. And sometimes I come up with my own. And there's no right or wrong, really. Whatever works for you. For me, affirmations are a bit like a pep talk that I can give myself whenever I need it. Because whatever I tell myself will become my truth. I can tell myself, I don't want to do it. I don't want to work on this project right now. Or I can tell myself, you can do it. You can get this done. And whatever I tell myself will become my truth and can have a negative or a positive impact on how I feel. And obviously, I prefer to feel positive and upbeat rather than down. So that's what I do every Sunday. I do my planning of the week and I do my weekly review. And that always really helps me to yeah, take stock of the week that just passed but also makes me feel excited about the week ahead all right that's it from me right now see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i'd love to know what your key takeaways were so come and join me on instagram and let's chat you can find me at no more overwhelm i would also be grateful if you could leave a review so more people can find this podcast and benefit from it and if you love what you heard today and never want to miss an episode, you can of course subscribe for free to the podcast. Remember, you've got this. The life you envisioned is out there. Go and get it.